Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. As Keith Bell just said, we are your hosts. I'm yeah, Quinn Eaton. And I'm DJ Pig. And this is episode 72 of AYN2K that you have just clicked on or possibly directed someone else to click on. Yeah. Uh, but it's a, it's going to be a really good episode. This is one uh, that could have... We, we have we have reoccurring episodes, is, is how we like right. to call them. Uh, what are they? The uh, the Wild Thoughts episodes. Yep, mailbox. The Mailbox episodes, which we have not done in a while. Yeah, uh, to mostly because we don't have anything coming in to our mailbox. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if people you know just don't want to connect with us through email or Twitter. Maybe, maybe it just slipped their mind. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, we're not sure. But as soon as the Mailbox piles up, we'll do another episode. Exactly. exactly. But this, this episode has the, uh, I don't know, maybe the opportunity to be a reoccurring episode. It's going to depend on, I guess, its success, and it's also going to depend on people still you know, continuing to use this service and uh, creating these questions for us to answer. Right. Now, that being said, the, some of these questions we, we won't be able to answer fully, but as we always do, whenever we're presented with a question, we're going to answer it to the best of our abilities. Isn't that yeah. right? Yeah. And talking about the best of our abilities, why don't we go ahead and describe to the people who are listening to this podcast right now, yeah. either intentionally or accidentally, yep. uh, how this podcast works. Because maybe they were about right. to click and say, you know what, I don't want to listen to this. Maybe this is going to keep them there. Why, right. don't you, why don't you go ahead and try to describe to the people how this podcast works? Well, a, a really good way that I would, I would like to describe it is if we are shining a light, we've got a spotlight. Sure. And... Right now, very it's just... Very powerful spotlight. Yeah, well, it's very Sorry, pow- sorry for me to jump in. You go ahead. No, I'm no, sorry. no. You're right. It's, it, you're right. It's a very powerful spotlight. And right now, it is very narrow. And we've narrowed it down, just, and it's just on the topic. And we're going to continue to spread out this spotlight uh, I see. to where we cover about 95% of this topic sure. and get and, and, and show light to about 95% of and this And then topic. that last 5% we're going to keep in the dark, exactly. necessarily. But, but we're going to send our listeners out with flashlights yeah. to light up the rest of that 5%. Light up the world, baby. Yes, exactly. So I think that's what we really do is we... we you know, give people the opportunity and give people the power to right. finish off these topics. Uh, and we we get so much feedback because I said the mailbox, you know, isn't full. Right. We get a lot of feedback just on how people are connecting with our audience yeah. or connecting with our podcast. How yeah. the audience is connecting with our podcast. Right. Uh, the the study groups. We have all kinds of study groups all across the country. It's actually yeah. it's actually fantastic. Oh, uh, to, to read some of the feedback that we get. Yeah. From the multiple uh, study groups that we have out there, and then of course every single episode, Stanley Round sends us an email just kind of reviewing uh maybe critiquing each episode I love stanley, round, stanley round is one of my favorite people of all time yeah. i've never met the guy yeah. maybe we can have him on one time you know yeah. what that would, that would be fantastic That'd be really good uh however uh i i actually you know was saying that we don't get a lot of stuff in the mailbox uh the person that was our guest on last week's episode blake sandlin brought to our attention something on twitter uh actually earlier this week yeah there was a box, uh, and he said we needed to maybe talk about this or discuss this. Right. Uh, whenever you are trying to sign into maybe an online website or something, uh-huh. uh, and, I, and I hate to you know get off on a, on a tangent here, well, but I do feel like this is important. We can just slide this in. You know, what, what is we this? Need, yeah, it's, we need it's to important. talk about it. Right. It needs to be talked about. Yeah. Um, so it's it's the it's the the test. Whenever you're signing into something, maybe online, uh, you you put in your password, your email, and then it wants you to prove that you're not a robot. And the the most common test uh, for for these prove you're not a robot are the curvy letters. Yep. And then uh, you know the little the little jumbled up picture or possibly it's just a picture and you have to describe. Hey, click the click the boxes that don't have a stop sign in it. Right. Or click the boxes that include a street sign. In yeah. It. Now the curvy letters 
and the and the box uh, picture test. Uh-huh. Those are both very challenging to me. I know that I'm supposed to be proving that I'm not a robot. Right. I'm, a robot is making me prove that I'm not a robot. Yeah. It's a little confusing. Sometimes maybe you do feel like a robot because you yes. can't decipher. And there's been times whenever I try to decipher those curvy letters and I and I miss yeah. one because they're too curvy for me. Yeah. I you know I I know that at my human humans make mistakes right. Right. So I think that it should be something a little bit easier to do. I, I guess right. you know, the robot has to prove something, but I do think that that's something that should be simplified. Uh, the curvy letters in the picture test. Well, and a lot of times the curvy letters aren't just curvy letters. They're like halfway marked through mm-hmm. and you gotta, and they're like, oh, it's just yeah. a real pain in the ass. And the pictures can sometimes be, you know, a little bit deceiving because maybe yeah. there's like a corner of the street sign, but you're like, does right. that include, is that included yeah. in the little box? Right. Yeah, and, and it really is frustrating. Uh, and then I think John Mulaney said it best. He had a little stand-up piece about this and he yeah. said, you spend a lot of your day proving to a robot that you are not a robot. Yeah. And that's, that's exceptionally true. Oh. Uh, so John Mulaney, you know, hit the yeah. hit the nail right on the Life head changing. with that one. Yes, um, and I think that that we could just we probably just threw it in there. Hopefully, people know what we're talking about, and people are frustrated just as much as we are. Yeah. Uh, but with that being said, people being frustrated, people are also probably frustrated that we haven't dove in, or you know dove into this topic. Right. And I think that it is about time to do that. Do you agree? Yeah. Okay, Let's go ahead perfectly. first. Perfect. We are going to start the episode. This is episode seventy-two, and today's topic is weird Google questions. This one's going to be fun, right? Oh, so much fun. I hope so, right? Yeah. I mean, if it's not, then we probably aren't doing a very good job. Yeah, share a few laughs, chuckles. Yeah, yeah. And, and try to answer some questions that are commonly Googled, That's right? That's very, yeah, yeah. So all yeah. of these questions that we are providing uh, the you know the, the audience today are questions that people have gotten onto Google yep. and typed in. Mm-hmm. These are thoughts that real people had, uh, and they, they these are questions that people wanted the answers to. Right. And whenever you have a question, what do you do? You Google it, right? Yeah, it's gotta a Google, Google it. Google is a is a company, but it has become a verb. Uh, people Google things, and I know that I don't know if I could live without Google uh, because I'm constantly, most of the time, mine is just like, hey, what is the height of this celebrity, right. or how old is this celebrity? Most of the time, that's my Googling preference. Right? But is there anything that you usually Google? Um, song lyrics. Song lyrics. Uh, many, yes. many times. Um, that's important. Important yeah, to know those. Yeah, I mean, Google is just so much more than a search engine nowadays. Mm. It's it's incredible. Yes, it's actually. My part of my family. I believe that Google right. is, is, you know, it's my mom, my dad, my, right. my sibling, yeah. my sister, of course, right. uh, and then Google. Google is right in with the family, and I, and I absolutely love Google. But as we were saying, uh, some of these questions might not be believable. Some You might be listening and say, there's no way someone Googled that. Yeah, you'd uh, well, be surprised. You would be surprised as, as to some of the things that we couldn't include in this episode uh, because right. they were a little, little raunchy. You know, raunchy, exactly. Yeah. That's a great word for it, the word of the day, possibly. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're just going to go through, we're going to talk about and discuss and you know we're not going to use Google to answer these questions, okay? Yeah. Because if you that's you know if the audience wants to do that, if they want to type these questions in, uh, and afterwards probably delete your search history because they're kind of weird questions. Yeah. Like like the name of the podcast itself today, weird right. Google questions. Um, you feel free to do so. However, we're just going to go through to the best of our ability, try to I don't know maybe dive into these and uh, you know take that box off the shelf and right. try to work through it yeah. as we always do. Here at all you need yeah, to know. Yeah, shine that light, baby. Shine the light, exactly. So let's start with question number one. Uh, just you know, reminding everyone that these are questions that people have asked on Google, not not questions that we came up with. Right. Okay? Uh, so as you know, they might not be believable, but here we go. First question: Why can a cow walk upstairs but is unable to walk back downstairs? 
I didn't know that this was a problem. I didn't either. Um, I had no idea. But I could see where it could become a problem very quickly. Oh, yeah. Could, if you got a cow in the house, it can't get downstairs. You're yeah. in trouble. So I think the first Google question is, how does a cow get in the house? Uh, and then the, the follow-up question is, why can a cow walk up the stairs, but then it cannot walk back down the stairs? There's right. a lot of parts to this question, um, because apparently cows can walk upstairs, but uh, I guess their body or possibly their fear of stairs keeps them from walking back down. Uh, and that can be a very excessive problem because if you have a cow somewhere that it's not supposed to be, uh, right. then you are supposed to, you know, try to deal with that in, in right. the best of the way that you can. But if they can't walk back down the stairs, then that is a extreme problem. Just off the top of your head, why do you think a cow can walk upstairs but is unable to walk back down the stairs? Uh, may, I'm thinking that maybe their brain works kind of like a doggy door. Sure. So you can go one way in a doggy door, but you can't come the other. Good point. Good point. Yes. Depending so you, on what kind of doggy door you've got. So, and, and that's implying that there's a sort of fear of walking down the stairs. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe just the way a cow was built, uh, you know, it allows them to maybe walk up. Uh, but whenever it, it goes to maneuvering down the stairs, uh, it's, you know, too much of a weight problem. Weight distribution yeah, feel, can yeah, get a little like confusing. Most of their weight probably comes from their front shoulders and head area. Yeah, their, yeah. The front part of their, I don't know what you call it, torso? Yeah, cows are thick, for yeah. sure. And whenever I say thick, a couple C's. T-H-I-C-C-C. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And the thing is, you know, whenever you think about this, I can only even imagine the situation that this person was in. Maybe a farmer walked home and the door was wide open to the front. And he said, what the hell is going on here? Walks into his yeah. house. Uh, here's a move from the upstairs. Yeah. He knows his wife isn't there. So he's like, okay, one yeah. of the cows must have gotten up right. there. Damn so, it, Betsy! Yeah, yeah. So maybe his name's, the cow's name's Betsy. Yeah. It seems like a classic cow name. Yeah. And the, the farmer's like, okay, uh, let's walk back down the stairs, Betsy. Yeah. And Betsy's like, huh, I ain't having it. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. I ain't having it, says yeah. Betsy, uh, translation. And so then you would have to say, okay, the farmer goes to his computer. Right. Uh, or maybe his local library if he doesn't have internet. Yeah. And says, why can a cow walk upstairs but isn't able to walk back downstairs? The only answer that I'm going to give to that question is I hope whoever Googled that uh, had that out. resolved. Yes. Yeah. Because that seems like a gigantic problem to have. Right. Uh, you don't you don't want to have a cow, man, and especially you don't want to have a cow upstairs and it right. can't get back down. Right. So that is an interesting Google question, uh, definitely a weird one and very specific. So I hope, very. like I said, I hope that was resolved. Let's move on to the second question: Why do birds suddenly appear? Okay. Okay. Whenever you hear that question, what comes to mind? Because, you know, in my mind, there's two things: Why do birds suddenly appear? Uh, it's a it's a lyric yeah. uh, to a song yeah. or lyrics to a song that I'm familiar with, but I didn't necessarily know the name to until we got uh, this question posed. Uh, and then the second thing is, I hope that they are talking about the song, right? Because if they are not, then they clearly have some sort of you know mental problem where well, birds are suddenly appearing. Here's what I think: the first sure. mental image that comes to my mind is a field mouse sitting at a very tiny computer googling this question. Yes. And why do they suddenly appear? Because, I mean, as a, uh, you can imagine, as a field mouse... As a field mouse, you're a just going bird, through... A big bird, a hawk, maybe, yeah. suddenly appears. I mean, that, you're, that's... You're going through your daily life, uh, you know, the sky's clear, yeah. and everything seems fine. You know, it's a, it's a regular day in a field mouse's yeah. life. And then all of a sudden, a bird suddenly dun, appears. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Bird suddenly appears, picks it up, yeah. and the field mouse is probably out out for the count right. after that one. Yeah. Um, that's a great uh, little little imagery there. Yeah. That's uh, just imagine a little, little field mouse on a little laptop, possibly yeah. maybe his cellular device. Yeah. Um, and he's typing in, "Why do birds suddenly appear?" Yeah. Because Where that, the f 
do these birds keep coming right, from? Right, exactly. And yeah. that's something that people, uh, well, not people, but these field mice need to worry about. That's a problem that is specific to uh, field mice. Yeah. Um, and that's funny because I don't think I mentally was in that little stance. I didn't think that, oh, you know what, maybe this question was, was you know, posed by a field mouse. Right. But that is clearly a problem, uh, one that is probably on the mind of a lot of field mice. Yeah. Um, but as we have discovered, um, if you've seen, I think it was the Simpsons movie, yeah. this song by the Carpenters, which is close to you. God, I love the Carpenters. Yes, they're, they're very talented, very yeah. talented group. Not sure if, I don't know if they're still making music. It was, it, was, it was a while ago whenever the Carpenters were probably at their peak. Yeah, I don't know if they're still making music. Uh, I'd heard a but while back. Still, but they're still touching lives with their music. That's well, I'd sure. heard that they're still making houses, too. Yes, yes, for sure. Yeah, uh, because they started out as a group uh, that were, were building houses, uh, and then they would sing as they to pass the time as they were working on these houses. And then someone said, "Hey, where's that? Where's that beautiful sound coming from?" Uh, you know, a record executive goes up and says, "Hey, I want to sign you guys, uh, yeah. and I'm going to just call you guys the Carpenters." And they went along with it. Yeah, that's why most of the time, whenever you listen to the Carpenters in the background, you can hear hammers, right. uh, saws, things yep. like that. Screams, screams, sure. Yeah, uh, mostly because they're still working on building and, and construction and right. things of that nature. Uh, but why do birds suddenly appear? Is lyrics from the song "Close to You" by the Carpenters. Uh, it's a beautiful song. Why do birds suddenly appear? Right. Like stuff like that. Yeah. You know, do you, every time that, you walk by, I think. Yeah. Is that, that the next lyric? I, I don't know if it's the next lyric, but you really gave me a, 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 a Willy Wonka vibe there. Okay. Is that good? Oh, okay. Sure. Sure. Well, I did see your eyes start to water. Yeah. I didn't know if that was maybe the. Oh, al like, is it your allergies or was it just a, a beautiful? Well, there's rendition? a lot of pollen, but you know that one. That one did kind of. Sure. Sure. Get a lump in my throat. Um, but yeah. So why do birds suddenly appear? Did we answer that question? Not necessarily sure. Uh, we're hoping that people are talking about the song rather than just you know being out in their in their right. lives, their daily lives, and then all of a sudden having a bird suddenly appear. Yeah. Which out of all animals uh, in the in the world, yeah, the bird I guess would be the most likely to suddenly appear. Uh, yeah. Due to their ability to fly so yeah. you know they in one moment you might not see a bird then all of a sudden a bird suddenly appears in the sky so maybe right. birds suddenly appear because they can fly how about that yep okay. simple answer yes Keep next simple, question stupid next question what happens if you don't pay your credit cards uh Ooh. this is maybe not the best worded uh it would make more sense if someone googled what happens if you don't pay your credit card bill this question sounds like it was probably googled by someone who shouldn't have a credit card. Yes, and and that's what's really interesting is uh, you know we didn't plan on doing this, but we are trying to figure out the type of person or who would who would ask this question and and then right. go through the trouble of googling it. Right. And I really enjoy that we're doing that, trying to personify these questions. Yeah. Um, so the thing is, what happens if you don't pay your credit cards? Is a question that someone would ask if they are like, you know what? I don't think I'm going to be able to pay my credit card right. uh, bill this this month. I wonder what's going to happen if I don't. Yeah. Um, and here's the deal, whoever Googled this, and whoever is wondering, I guess, that's listening. Right. Um, everything that is not good is going to happen to you if you don't right. pay your credit card bills. Because once you don't pay your credit card bills, there's interest. It compounds, and you have to pay even more on, on your credit card bill. So it's best, you know, to keep a good credit score. Right. Uh, to continually pay off those credit card bills. Yeah. Uh, it's it's great to get it all cleared out before your payments do. Yeah. You can make minimum payments, but still, the, the rest of that that money, that the the source of of your funds, that right. is still, you know, you have to pay for. Yeah. Will interest. There's interest with everything. Right. And so you have to make sure that you pay your credit card bills. Yeah. It's um, necessary. Definitely. Now, it's now, essential. What would you say would happen if you didn't? 
Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, it may be sure. a tall tale, but I have heard that the IRS sends very small elves out with, like, Freddy Krueger hands. Ah. And what they do is they pin you down and, and they tie to where your mouth stays open. And until you agree to pay it, they take their index finger and, and just, like, little cuts all across the roof of your mouth. I see. Okay. I hope that's a myth. Um, but that would be you know extremely what? terrifying and also extremely effective. Yeah. Pay your credit card bill and you won't have to worry and about it. And you won't have to fi- figure out if that's a myth or not. Right. That's a great point, DJ. So, yeah. Um, what happens if you don't pay your credit card or your credit card bills? Uh, little elves with Freddy Krueger hands will come and scratch the roof of your mouth, as DJ pointed out. Yep. Next question, because that one is one that I think uh, people will have to dive into themselves. Right. Uh, and if, they're, if they even care, because the only people that are going to care about that is people that have credit cards. If you've cards. got to answer that question, you're too far gone. Exactly, exactly. Um, the next question, though, one that you don't have to you know, have any prior uh, experience in, just to answer this question... Do penguins have knees? Ah. That's a great question. It, to me, just b- right off the top, I don't think they do. Well, if you got knees, I can't imagine you'd waddle like that. Although there are plenty of humans that do waddle, but most of them and have, have knees. knee problems. Yes, exactly. And their body shapes are possibly similar to penguins at, right. if they're waddling. Right. Uh, penguins, yes, they have a very recognizable waddle. Um, and those little those little things are so cute. They're so cute. Now, a lot of people don't realize that penguins have legs. Uh, you yeah. know, if you if you pull up on their body, they have little tiny legs. Right. Um, but I don't think that there's a joint. I don't think there's like a knee or a kneecap uh, to so. the penguin's body. But here's the thing: we're just we're just making assumptions, okay? Right. So you know, we are we are trying to answer these questions without Google, even though they were Googled questions. You know what happens um, when you make assumptions? Yes, you. You make an alcoholic out of you and me. Sure. Or I think the I think the common phrase is you make an ass out of you and me. Oh. Uh, it spells out assume a s s u and me. Yeah. But um, that works too, probably. That's not what the guy at the park used to tell me. The guy at the park? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, we'll just we'll just move past that because I think that the the answer is no. Penguins don't have knees, right? And we're just going based off you know based off Happy Feet, March of the Penguins, things okay. yeah. things that we've seen that we know are true. Okay, yes. now if we're going off Happy Feet, I will say, if that guy, if that little uh-huh. pucker doesn't pucker. have knees, wow, okay. If that little dude doesn't sure. have knees, then man, is he mighty talented. Well, and Happy Feet is, uh, if not, you know, the best movie of all time, the best movie of this generation. Yeah. Um, Happy Feet is incredibly uplifting, and it's just a great story about this little penguin, against all odds, dancing his little heart out. Yeah. Um, if you haven't seen it, go see it, because it's fantastic. Right. Uh, it's not in theaters or anything, because it came out a while ago. I think there might even be a Happy Feet 2, but I didn't watch it. Yeah, it wasn't I didn't good. want to take away from the first one. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. If he doesn't have knees, uh, he he sure is the bee's knees. I'll say that. Yeah, hey, and that's not that's a terrible joke. So we'll, penguins don't have knees, right? Is that what we're gonna say? I think is that's that what, what we're, we're going conclu- with. We're concluding that penguins don't have knees. Yeah, you're well, first. That's a great question. Yeah. Do you think who do you think would Google something like this? A zookeeper, uh, possibly. I feel like a zookeeper would already know. A zookeeper would probably know. Yes, or a zoologist would be the better better way right. to, to maybe, describe maybe that. Maybe maybe a zoo goer. A zoo goer. Yeah. So maybe maybe this is just a question. Uh, maybe someone's at the zoo, yeah. or maybe in Antarctica. I don't yeah. know. Or watching Planet Earth, or like yeah. we said, watching March of the Penguins, uh-huh. or uh, Happy Feet. Right. They all of a sudden say, you know what? It doesn't look like penguins have knees, and they right. just wanted to find out. That's or, the beautiful thing about Google is it yeah. provides us with answers to these questions. And and or maybe it was just somebody who, who's been puffing on puffing on the magic dragon or the devil's lettuce, sure, sure, you know, sure. ro- rolling some doobies. Yep, 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 yep. Exactly. So the next question is. Is it good to exercise when you have a cold? 
Um, probably not, right? No. Okay. I can't imagine. No, okay. So the next question is, does anyone else have... This is a very specific question. Uh-huh. Does anyone else have a feeling that Pakistan knows where the Hamburglar is? So, um, this is a question I, I about the Hamburglar. Yeah. Uh, are you familiar with the Hamburglar or the Hamburglar character that yeah. McDonald's has? Yeah. Okay, so go ahead, since you're familiar, describe to the audience what the Hamburglar uh, right, stands well, for and does in the McDonald's franchise. Well, the Hamburglar, the Hamburglar for the McDonald's franchise is much like Plankton from Spongebob. Okay. So he often tries to go in and steal the hamburgers or the recipe for their hamburgers. Pretty self-explanatory because right. it's just a, it's a combination of the word hamburger and burglar. Right. So the, hambur- the Hamburglar. Yes. Fantastic advertising yes, exactly. by McDonald's. Or is it though? Is because I feel like in a way, you know, kids see this fun cartoon character and he's stealing things. Yeah. And McDonald's might be promoting you to become a criminal and have a criminal history. Right? No publicity is bad publicity, baby. Okay. Yeah, and that's true. That's a good point. People do say that. Uh, but yeah. So why why do you think? Because I, I guess I haven't heard a lot from the Hamburglar uh, in yeah. recent years. He's staying. He's laying low apparently. Yeah. Uh, probably gotten himself into some other criminal activity well, just we'll, just we'll, based on how he's stealing hamburgers. We'll catch him. We caught Bin Laden. We'll catch him. Right. But why do you think that someone thinks that Pakistan knows where the Hamburglar is? What What's the connection? I feel like that's a big secret to hold. And when you got to hold in a real big secret and you just want to tell somebody and outburst with it, you probably get a little angry, which is mm. probably why they treat people the way that they do. And, you know, we're, we're trying to figure out who's asking these questions uh, I think the main culprit that would be, you know, maybe typing this into Google is Ronald McDonald, right? Yeah. Um, because he is directing, uh, or he is directing, you know, all of this attention to the Hamburglar. Right. Um, and, or maybe not directing the attention to him, but he's trying to stop attention from being directed to him. Right. By directing attention at to his Pakistan. whereabouts. Yeah, or, and at Pakistan, okay. sure. yeah. Uh, but maybe, maybe Ronald McDonald just heard through the grapevine that uh, Pakistan might know the location of the Hamburglar. Yeah, and thought uh, Google might know. Exactly. Uh, and, you know, where else do you go with a question like that other than Google? Um, right. I personally don't think that Pakistan would know where the Hamburglar is. Yeah. Um, assuming that the Hamburglar is a fictional character, uh, I feel like he is he is created as more of a, you know, happy-go-lucky, like, uh-oh, you know, he's stealing the hamburgers because they're so delicious. Or, or right. he's stealing McDonald's products because... Uh, you know, he enjoys them so much. Yep. Um, maybe maybe the Hamburglar it has a rough background. Maybe he doesn't have a lot of money. Right. Maybe he didn't have a you know a strong fa- you know yeah, father figure or enough. mother figure. Yes. Yeah. So I think the Hamburglar himself is a is a great topic because uh, he's such an intricate character. Right. I mean, on the on the outside looking in, yeah. it looks like he's just doing things because he wants to be rebellious. There's always two sides to a story. There's always two sides to whatever you're whatever you're seeing. And right. the Hamburglar might have a, an, some internal conflict. Right. There might be an internal struggle uh-huh. uh you know causing him to have an external struggle yeah. and and diving into criminal activities such as stealing hamburgers yep uh, but yes i think that ronald mcdonald would probably be the one to try to figure out where the hamburger is because at the end of the day you love him maybe ronald mcdonald knows that he has these struggles right um at, but at the end of the day you have to protect your company and you have to protect yeah. what's in your best interest right uh you know keeping those hamburgers to yourself and to your company exactly so you know the hamburger needs to be stopped uh, I don't, you know, it's it's great, or, you know, I don't know if he has a bad background, but it, even if he does, he does not have the right. Like I said, no two privilege. sides to every story, exactly. except for asexual reproduction. Exactly. There's only one side to that. Perfectly said. Um, and you're saying, do, do you sympathize with the Hamburglar? 
Uh, I would have to hear his side of the okay, story exactly. before I did. Okay, maybe maybe one day we will have that story. Yeah. Um, and then I guess if we're just answering the question, does anyone else have a feeling that Pakistan knows where the Hamburglar is? I would say no. Right. Probably not. Um, but I'm not entirely sure who would know where the Hamburglar is. Yeah. Uh, besides, of course, the Hamburglar. Exactly. So the next question that we have that was Googled by some random person, uh-huh. uh, possibly struggling, it sounds like, is it possible to make toast in the microwave? Um, it's a it's an interesting question. Yeah. Um, toast itself is is an interesting topic, and right. I've tried to talk about it. I, I have so much to say about toast, uh, just because it starts as bread. Mm-hmm. Um, you put it in a toaster. Uh, it's a, an appliance that is solely you know created for this purpose. Uh, and you know you put the the bread in the toaster it becomes toast. Right. Once it's toast, it can't go back to bread. It's right. permanently toast. Right. Um, so that's just you know something that I wanted to throw in there, of yep. course. Um, but is it possible to make toast in the microwave? That's just someone connecting. Okay, whenever I put bread in a toaster, all it does is apply heat. Right. And then it comes out as toast. So can I do the exact same thing with a microwave? I don't think so. It's not. It's not the same logic. No, no, no. Because uh, microwave is all radiation. Sure. Correct? Yes, and, that's correct. And although the toaster radiates heat, mm-hmm. it's a different kind of cooking. Great, great point. Great point. Um, and yes, I'll actually you know talk from experience. Whenever you you know microwave a piece of bread, uh-huh. it just either becomes soggy right. or softer. Yeah. Um, it's not great. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think everyone realizes that. You know, whenever you bring a sandwich home from, you know, the, the store or, yeah. or possibly, like, you go out to a fast food restaurant and you keep a sandwich in the fridge and you want to warm it back up, yeah. you put it in the microwave, uh, you know, for however long, 30 seconds, a minute, you yeah. get it out and the bread's soggy and yeah. it's not, not good. Not as not as it was whenever you first got it. Right. Uh, so I think everyone probably knows that, that answer, the answer to that question. Not, probably not the best Google question, but you can't blame them for trying to figure it out. And it's I, just, it sounds like maybe someone had a toaster problem. Yeah. They, they, their toaster went out of Maybe commission. they were in a bind. Maybe they were in a hurry. Exactly. But I am questioning the level of intelligence of right. that person. Uh, yes, exactly. Well, the level of intelligence is in question for all of these people That's true. Uh, Googling these. Although some of them are clever. Right. Uh, possibly like this one. This is one that I've had on my mind before. Uh, how was cow milking discovered? Uh, you know, there's always a start. Oof. There's always a start to something. Right. Uh, you know, every every journey has a has a beginning. Right. And an end. The chicken or the egg. Yes, the chicken or the egg. Which came first? Uh, even though that's not a question that we're talking about no, no, today. No, no, no. I'm just saying. No, no, no. That's perfect. There's a fine. beginning to everything. Yes, exactly. Genesis. Um, how was cow milking discovered? That's a great question because uh, it's either one one you can look at this guy. I'm not even sure who who discovered this. We didn't, right. We didn't do a lot of research as we usually don't. Um, but the the person w- is can either be described as an innovator, uh, uh-huh. someone that changed the world, uh, changed the course of history, uh, or you can describe him as him or her as a pervert. Right. Um, because if you think about it, cow udders are are not the prettiest looking things, um, right. and someone had to be the first person to say, "I'm going to go squeeze on those," yep. and then drink whatever comes out of them. And it doesn't say in the Bible anywhere that God ever looked down at Adam or Abraham or anybody and was like, hey man, you see that animal over there, the spotted one? Go over there and squeeze on those teats. Yeah. And see what uh, happens. I guess it's a natural human instinct to squeeze on some teats. Yeah. Uh, and maybe that's in his in his maybe or her so. defense. Yeah. Uh, they just went over and started milking this uh, yeah. this cow. Maybe they're just like, you know what that looks like. I'm no, surely no, not. Surely not. And then and they, they, they tried over there. So like, you think that it was Whoa. maybe a dare. You think that cow milking was discovered because someone said, I dare you to go over there and squeeze on those little uh, you know, thingy majiggers. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's very interesting. Um I it's wonder just, if they always call them udders. I well and that sounds like a southern term yeah, that an udder. Ma- was manifested yeah. at some point in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Sure. 
and like we said, or like I stated, we don't have you know an origin story for this. Right. It happened at some point, and we do have to thank them. If you're not lactose intolerant, we have to thank this person right. uh, for discovering milk because it's you know it's an ingredient and it's something in our lives uh, that we a lot of people can't live without, but some people have to live without, of course, because they're lactose intolerant. Right. Um, but yes, cow milking was discovered in a way. Um, and that's a great question because I've thought about that before. It's very interesting to just think that, you know, someone might have been walking by and there's this big animal maybe grazing, you know, eating some grass. Yeah. And then they're like, you know what, I'm going to go squeeze on those things yeah. and see what happens. Uh, and it's a two-step process because they squeezed on it and liquid came out. And they're like, oh, God, you know, what, what's going yeah. on? And, yeah. then, and then they maybe looked around like, all right, let's 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 test this out. It looks, right. looks kind of tasty. Right. Yeah, so... I don't know. It's it's a very interesting question, and that's uh, it's one that the audience is going to have to dive into because we don't have, uh, I guess, the intelligence. We have a lot of prior knowledge, and we are experts right. on almost every subject. But that's something that the audience is going to have to Google right. themselves. Yes. Next question: uh, Why does a, a big poop feel good? Uh, that's pretty obvious, <laughs> probably right. It's just it's a bowel movement. We've talked right. about we've talked about bowel movements a lot pretty recently. Yeah, they, um, they're supposed to feel good. Right, it's something that you're supposed to take pride in, something that you're supposed to enjoy. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think that it feels good because it's supposed to. I think uh, it also feels good because if you don't do it, then it begins to hurt. Mm. So there, there's the physical sensation of it feeling good. Right. And there's also the the mental sensation yeah, yeah, of yeah. joy, like, this is not going to hurt me in a little bit. Right, and, and that, I think maybe the phrase, I'm going to go relieve myself. Right. Uh, you know, that's that's yeah. pretty obvious and self-explanatory right. because you're relieving your body right. uh, and relieving your mind of, of yeah. this this thing that you were worrying about, I guess. Right. Um, so, yeah, uh, it feels good because it, it feels good. Well, I think that's the best way to answer And the, the phrase we like to use here is pumping a grumpy. Pump a grumpy, yeah. So, so and that's whoever the thing. pumped a grumpy. You pump a grumpy, you get it out of there. Somebody pumped a grumpy and they said, wow. And yeah. so then they went to Google and said, why does a... Why does a big poop feel good? Yeah. Yeah, so exactly. And, you know, I think we've all been there, right? right. Sorry to get a little, you know, for the for the weak stomachs out there that we got yeah. a little, I don't know, disgusting, you could say. Well, but I think it's just a question that we needed to answer right. uh, and someone needed answered on Google. Right. Yes. Next question, uh, one that, you know, derives from one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, who would win in a fight between a grilled cheese sandwich and a taco? So just imagine... This uh, th derives this is, from a favorite this is movie of yours? Favorite movie of mine, Hot Rod. Uh, Andy Samberg. Ah, okay. uh, Andy Samberg right. movie. Love Andy Samberg. Yeah. Uh, and this is a question that's posed in the movie. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, it's just it's just posing a, a grilled cheese sandwich and a taco yep. fighting each other. Now, first, let's answer the question uh, using regular fighting rules. Okay. So who do you think would have the upper hand, a grilled cheese sandwich or a taco in regular fighting rules? And then we'll talk about prison rules. All right. Okay. First of all, the taco, soft shell or hard shell? Uh, it's a soft shell. Or, a well, you know what? It, it, it doesn't matter. Doesn't it, matter. It could be either. Yes. Okay. Let's go. Let's just say hard shell for this case. Okay. I'm, so I, I would say for regular fighting rules, I would have to say uh, taco. Okay. And I think for for regular fighting rules, I would say the grilled cheese. But if it were prison rules, I'd take the taco. Why uh, is this? Well, just the taco. Uh, he seems a little bit more vulnerable if it's just regular fighting rules. However, the taco uh, is a little spicy, and so he's he got might a kick to him. yeah, he's got a kick to him. So he might either grab that metal chair or maybe you know get a shiv, yeah. and he might take care of the grilled cheese. I think, um, but it, it would be close I regardless. Just, I just think that the grilled cheese is a little too soft mm -hmm. to be taken on the taco, but you especially have to, with the hard shell. You have to remember um, the, and I think even a soft shell taco would be more durable than a hard hard shell taco. Um, the hard shell taco can break pretty easily. I think we've all eaten, you know, you know, tried to eat a hard shell taco and right. it kind of crumbles. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's why I said the grilled cheese would win in regular fighting rules and the taco would win in prison rules. I think the only way the grilled cheese wins is by submission, by mm -hmm. by sure. 
maybe a chokehold right, or exactly. suffocation. And I think that that's you know the perfect way to answer it. Right. Uh, there's a lot of things depending on it. Oh, yeah. uh, we're split on that, and we'll put that on the poll and see uh, what the what the audience thinks right. of who would win between a grilled cheese sandwich and yeah. a taco. Our last Google question. I'm sure everyone is upset that we have finally reached our final weird Google question. Yep. I don't know if this is going to be a successful episode or not. I guess we'll wait and see. Oh, yeah. However, let's talk about this last question, yep. which is why aren't there dinosaur ghosts? Um, and here's the thing. There's a couple questions that come from that question. Uh, I, th I think, per first off, uh, whoever asked this question has to believe in ghosts, right. uh, which we haven't talked about and we're not going to dive into. Um even though we probably will in a later episode, that'd right. be very, very intriguing. I think. Yeah. Uh, why aren't there dinosaur ghosts? We don't know for sure. I think. Uh, you know. I don't know if anybody knows for sure. I think that the argument is, uh, you know, animals, uh, you know, creatures such as dinosaurs, right. uh, you know, trees, things like that, that don't have souls. Uh, they they wouldn't be able to move on to the you know this this purgatory this afterlife uh, and be a ghost right. uh, whereas that's why humans you know we're we're presumed to have souls so that's why you know we we have ghost stories and ghost adventures like tv shows and and you know all these mediums that are people are trying to talk right. to and communicate with these things um why aren't there dinosaur ghosts um that, that would be my argument is that maybe dinosaurs didn't have a soul um however we don't know for sure if there aren't dinosaur ghosts. Right. That's um, the thing. is Some people claim that they see ghosts and some people don't. So right. if there is dinosaur ghosts, then maybe some people are seeing them and some people are not. Yes, exactly. Um, the dinosaur ghost, you know, might be the, you know, the product of, of maybe maybe one time you uh, were standing in the parking lot and you would just drop something out of your out of your hand or something and you had your car door open, maybe it closed uh, on its own. And yeah. you're like, what just happened? You know, it's not windy today. Maybe it was a, you know, a Triceratops or a T-Rex just, just kind of flicking his tail out yeah. the door. You don't ever know. And we, we don't know for sure why, why there are or are not dinosaur ghosts. Right. Uh, basically because we don't know if there are dinosaur ghosts in the first, first right. place. So, uh, it's a great question. I think very interesting and one that we could have really dove into, but I do feel like we answered that question. Oh right? yeah. Yeah, exactly. definitely. So that will wrap up, I guess our Google, our weird Google questions, um, episode right we will wait and see uh you know the, the feedback see if people enjoy this episode yeah uh it's one of those where we covered a lot in a, in a short amount of time uh people seem to like those jam-packed episodes so we'll, we'll see and like we've said if you guys have other questions that you would like answered other weird google questions send them, to send our... them back maybe well this could be one of those yeah yeah so, yeah so if you have your own google questions we can slide them into another future episode or if you just have questions in general send us uh you know our email uh, yep. is all you need the number two no zero zero at gmail.com send yep. them in uh you know keith bell will say them at the at the end of our episode we always play it anyways right uh contact us on twitter instagram everything uh facebook that we have uh, is for you guys to connect with us. Yep. Uh, so we appreciate you listening today. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, that'll wrap up episode 72 of All You Need to Know. Yep. My name is Quinn Eaton. I am DJ Pick. And you guys, take it easy. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at allyouneed2no00 at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, and tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.